0: There are stories that I cover on the day they happened, while others were in progress. And this day would have been the day of a significant turning point, or when it became its worst. Because Florida didn't stand a chance versus Hurricane Andrew. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History. Now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. A tropical wave moved off the west coast of Africa on August 14th. A ridge of high pressure to its north caused the wave to move quickly westward. It was named Andrew and began as a tropical depression over the eastern Atlantic Ocean on August 16th. This day in weather history, the Category 5 hurricane is a beast unlike most other natural phenomena on Earth. Let's just get into Category 2 because that's between 96 and 110 mile per hour wind. And that equates to about 154 to 177 kilometers per hour. Then we start looking at major category hurricanes, and that would be 3, 4, and 5. 3 packs winds 111 to 129 miles per hour, or 178 to 208 kilometers per hour. 4 is 130 to 156 miles per hour, or 209 to 251 kilometers per hour. And then there's category 5. It packs winds 157 miles per hour or greater. That equates to 252 km per hour winds or higher. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history it rapidly intensified into a powerful category 5 hurricane while moving westward toward the bahamian island chain and a week later on august 23rd it briefly weakened to a category 4 status while traversing the bahamas but causing major damage but then it regained category 5 intensity before making landfall in florida on Elliott key and then homestead on August 24th. The Bahamas. Andrew first inflicted structural damage as it moved through the Bahamas, especially at Cat Cays, punishing the islands with storm surge, hurricane-force winds, and tornadoes. About 800 houses were destroyed in the archipelago, and there was substantial damage to the island nation's infrastructure. Transport, water, sanitation, agriculture, and fishing sectors all took significant hits. Andrew left four people dead and $250 million in damage throughout the Bahamas. South Florida. Hurricane Andrew is one of only four Category 5 hurricanes to actually make landfall in the United States. And alongside the 1935 Labor Day hurricane, Hurricane Camille in 1969, which we're gonna talk about, and Hurricane Michael in 2018, this is the final four. When Andrew made landfall as a Cat 5, It packed a one-minute sustained wind speed of 165 miles per hour. That works out to about 266 kilometers per hour. We're talking about tornado-strength winds now. While rolling over most of South Florida, Andrew raged with violent wind. A wind gust of 177 miles per hour, or 282 kilometers per hour, was observed at a house in Corrine. The cities of Florida City, Homestead, Cutler Ridge and parts of Kendall received the brunt of this storm. As many as 1.4 million people lost power at the height of it. Some didn't even get their power restored for over a month. In the Everglades, 70,000 acres or 280 square kilometers of trees were down. Rainfall in Florida was substantial, peaking at just a hair under 14 inches or 300 55 millimeters in Western Dade County. In Florida, Andrew killed a total of 44 and left a record $25 billion in damage. It will be remembered as the most destructive hurricane to ever hit Florida in terms of structures damaged or destroyed and was the costliest in financial terms until it was surpassed by Katrina in 2005. Ah, but Andrew wasn't over. This storm moved ashore near Morgan City, Louisiana as a low-end Category 3, which is still considered a major storm. After moving inland, the small hurricane curved north, eastward, and rapidly lost its intensity, merging with a frontal system over the Southern Appalachian Mountains on August 29th. But on its way there, Andrew spawned at least 28 tornadoes along the Gulf Coast, especially in Alabama, Georgia, and Mississippi. And it was officially named Andrew on August 16th, 1992, this day in weather history. Tomorrow is August 17th. And for this day in weather history, we jump back into the TDIWH time machine and say farewell to Andrew and hello to Camille. I told you we'd get to Hurricane Camille. Be with me tomorrow, August 17th, back in 1969, this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.